Hey, hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? These drinks, that's going to get out my throat in a second. What's up, Funky? What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday already. You forgot what day it was, huh? For a I did. He was like, is it Friday? Show? I was about to say happy Friday. I was about to say happy Friday. I, I, I wasn't quite sure. Okay. Uh, I'm drinking tonight because I was making some linguine clams. This is the left of a Pinot. I don't really drink this sour stuff. Six, get down. Y'all drinking tonight? No, I drank last night when I went to the pool hall and I paid for it all day today. So I'm drinking Florida's finest H2O tonight. I'll you know it. what I got. I got my buttery Chardonnay because the topics we got tonight deserve a good old sip and spill all the tea. All right. All right. Let's get into these stories. All right. We have an update. Kiki Palmer is being accused by her ex, Darius Jackson, of being the aggressor in their relationship. Darius has allegedly submitted text messages as proof of Kiki's aggressive behavior towards him. One text message from Kiki read, I'm sorry for hitting you. I'm sorry for being afraid to lose you and that turning me into acting out of fear and desperation. That was not the best of me that you received, and I'm sorry for that. Darius filed a statement to the court saying, during our relationship, Kiki was verbally and physically abusive. She frequently became agitated and aggressive after consuming alcohol. What are your thoughts on Darius and his accusations about Kiki, Al? Hey, I think you got to definitely look at the verbiage that he used. He mentioned um, verbal and physical and alcohol. I said on this show before, and when I said it, everybody jumped down my throat as if I wasn't defending Kiki. I say it and I will continue to say it. A man has no right of putting his hands on a woman. However, I also said on this show that he is going to present information in his court documents are that are going to approve that it was a toxic environment for both of them and she was an aggressor as well and it's starting to unfold and keep your eyes and ears open guys because this is only the beginning because allegedly there may be uh, uh audio tape and other stuff that he plans on sharing I, if you really want to get a good detail of of what he will be sharing go to hollywood unlocked i saw one of their posts where they really broke it down really good about what's to come so hey only time will tell in this couple because in this situation with this couple because we were all jumping to Kiki's defense thinking that she was completely done wrong but evidence is coming out to show that hey this may have been a mutually toxic situation all right key what do you think so like the friend, the best friend in me is like, so I don't care. That don't prove nothing. Kiki, my homegirl, you was wrong. Go to hell. Go kick rocks. You did it. You caught on camera. We don't care. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to see it. That's what the best friend in me wants to say. The fair, balanced, reasonable side of me says, um, it's giving nobody was abused and both of y'all were fighting each other. Right. Um, various times taking turns being the aggressor. And if that is the case, then in all actuality, it actually makes it worse for Kiki because then in my opinion, knowing that you engaged in the same behavior, 
you played up the fact that society is going to automatically take a woman's side in a domestic situation like this to paint this picture of him. And that picture may be true, the picture that you painted, but your background ain't squeaky clean either, sis. And that's it, it, if that's what you did, Kiki, then that's kind of not cool because you got people like me who I just said at the start of my speak that I'm blindly taking your side and I'm blindly riding for you because you sis. But like, sis, you can't be tricking us and you in there fighting that man too. So Q, let me ask you this. Do you in any way feel that this is kind of manipulating her celebrity in a way to get what she wants? I I I I think it's I think it's less about manipulating her celebrity and more about leveraging gender. Mm. Leveraging gender. Mm. 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 Um, I'm still gonna ride with Kiki, and here's why. Kiki doesn't have a history of this. This is the first time she has some, sorry. See, y'all would think I'm abusing my cat, but the cat been trying to get on the screen for the last five minutes. I'm reacting to what the cat did, so you only see it my part. Much like Kiki and Darius, we've never heard this about Kiki before. Never. She's been a celebrity for a really long time. This is what happens when you get into a relationship and it's toxic. Not to say just because he can be like, aha, look, there's an email of her where she says she abused me or she said something. Clearly that's not her norm and that's why she apologized because she's like, oh my God, I was out of my mind. Now him on the other hand, and this is why I'm coming for him. He comes from a family of abusers, him, his brother and his daddy. So uh, to me, he's probably an expert manipulator. He's an expert at erasing his part and showing mm. her part. And I'm still, listen, she may, may very well hit him. She did. She admitted to it. So I cannot deny that. Yeah. But I do not think we know Kiki for way too long. We don't know this dude. And this is what abusers do. And they make you look crazy. She mm. dropped, didn't she drop the charges against him? Then he, then all of a sudden now he's the victim. I feel like he's a vindictive Mean ass, bitter baby daddy. I think he's been jealous of her for a long time. And let's not forget how this all jumped off him getting jealous about her being at an Usher concert. I don't know. Yeah, Kiki. Yep. Yep. You did put your hands on him, but I'm kind of like what Q was about to say. And <laughs> sorry. We got some comments, Q. Yeah. So we got Kimberly Johnson said, tired of this Kiki story. Let's move on from protecting her. She ain't my <laughs> child or my friend. Now, Kimberly, you, you wrong. Uh, Erica Luck said, oh, Lord, Kiki, you see what getting with a Dusty can do? Candace B said, I hate when people break up and spill the tea on one another. And all for Travel 9000 said, it's called reactive abuse. Is she supposed to lay there and take the abuse? Good point. I mean, eventually you do hit back. And unfortunately, that'd be the part that'd be on tape sometimes. But we'll see. Hey, we'll see. Mm. But one has history and a family lineage of it, and one does not. So, I don't know. All right. Jeezy and Jenny Mai are still going at it over their divorce. Jenny recently, Jeannie recently responded to Jeezy's claim that she's being a gatekeeper and not allowing him to see their daughter. Jeannie claims that Jeezy was allowed to spend time with their daughter and that she's only concerned with their daughter's safety and security. Her lawyer clarified her concerns about Jeezy, saying that Jeannie insisted on reasonable safety measures being put in place, such as safely securing and locking away all firearms that have been unsecured in the past. What are your thoughts on this, Q? So they was unsecured when your ass was staying there. Right. And I think Jeannie...
appreciate this Asian woman, this white adjacent woman leveraging racial tropes against Jeezy. It's not hard to make Jeezy look like the big black scary black man in the alley. Mm -hmm. All right. And she knows all you got to do with a black man that comes from Jeezy's background is use the word drugs, guns, gang, street. And people are automatically going to dump every negative stereotype that comes along with those buzzwords and believe it. You didn't have a problem with the guns when your ass was standing there. Yes, an argument could be made that she was there to watch her baby, but I'm pretty sure there were times when you went out for, for drinks with your girls or went shopping with your mom and you left the daughter there with Jeezy and it wasn't a problem. And the question that I have is, Jeezy is a very reasonable man. Okay, he's a father. Putting the guns up is simple. If Jeezy sent you a screenshot right now showing that the guns were locked up in the safe, what time are you dropping the little girl off? If he send you a screenshot right now with the guns in the safe, what time are you dropping the little girl off? That's all we want to know. Mm. Al, what do you think? You know, Q, Q summed it up. This is an example of they know when to pull that Karen card. And this Karen card is very, extremely dangerous. And like Q said, it, it's, it's association by race, right? And it's also discriminatory. And But... At the same time, she knows exactly what to say to raise the temperature, to raise the temperature in the legal process and to gain support of the courts. OK, she knows the exact buzzwords, her and her lawyers, in order to keep custody, primary custody of that child. I'm like Q. I ain't buying it. And Jeannie, let me tell you something. You about to be not invited to the cookout no more because this young lady is not only just dirty and nasty and low down and racist, it's disappointing coming from you. Hey man, I don't always ride with the girls. On this case, I was like, wait a minute now. It's giving, let me put as many obstacles in place for you not to see your kid as possible because I kind of still am mad about how we broke up. That's kind of what it is. And Jeannie, I'll be trying to ride with you. I really do. And then when you made the, the dark me on the side thing and white as your prime, we overlooked that and said, okay, maybe you evolve and you learn. Your, but now you go back to this. It's actually kind of giving Karen. It's really giving Karen like, well, officer, I, I would let the baby go over there. It's just that his, his guns, they're not like kept in a safe environment. All right. Right. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Because we never heard of him being irresponsible and unreasonable with guns before. Now, if this was a man that was reckless, like one of my friends has a baby daddy that's a drunk driver. She's always had the same energy like, hey, man, uh, you know, I don't want my kid alone with him unsupervised because he tends to drunk drive. That makes sense. There's a documented history of that. I, I, I Maybe I'm wrong. Someone in the chat, correct me. I've never heard of Jeezy with issues with guns in the house and around his kids and any kind of child endangerment. Jeannie, you're not helping your case. Oh, correction. You're helping yourself with the whites. You're not helping yourself with the blacks right now. You're not. Because we know what this dog whistle means. Like, it's coded language. All right. So I hate this because I, I really, I like them together, I guess. Oh, well. Uh, a lot of black girls are saying it ain't our problem. You chose mm -hmm. to be over there and this is what you get. Could have been with a, a knee along or somebody. Okay. After his emotional and jaw-dropping live video, Christian Key shared why it's been hard for him to speak up and reveal the name of the person who sexually assaulted him. Christian said, these powerful people target people with traumatic childhoods and use that to bond with them and earn their trust. Then they try their attempts. Christian continued sharing how he was worried for his livelihood and worried for others who were assaulted. What are your thoughts on Christian? Let's go to you first, Al. 
Um, sorry, Claudia. I understand this is a very close friend of yours, and he is also a friend of the show. And I would try to be sensitive, but how this is unfolding is making me feel some kind of way. And I got to be honest, the same way that you're honest with me about my friends on this show, I have to be honest with you. And it's not a positive feeling that I'm getting. Um, and what's making it even more uncomfortable with me is how he's playing in the blogs and the comments. That just makes me feel real icky about him responding back to people. Oh, no, I didn't say that. Oh, no. Yeah, the name, the person is in the comments somewhere. That just does not feel right if it is as traumatic and explosive as he says it is. I just feel like how this is unfolding and how it's being handled is not it's not the most appropriate way, in my opinion. Now, do I want to minimize his assault? Do I want to minimize his harassment? Do I want to question his victimism, him being a victim? Absolutely not. But at the same time, if your main mantra is to stop it and to stop it from happening to other people, like you say over and over and over, and in your recent post, you said that no one should have to go through what you went through, then unfortunately, uh, Christian, you have to name the person. You have to name the person. You have to file the police report. You have to take the tapes in. Because like I said before on this show, if you don't, you are not making that person take accountability and you're giving him a license to abuse others. Others that were in a position that you said you wish no one ever had to go through. You have the ability to stop it and not naming them is not stopping it. Okay, uh, Q, what do you think? Um, you know, when it first came out, I was skirting around the issue and trying to handle it with, you know, gentle gloves and handle it with all the tools I learned from the Me Too movement. Um, much like Al, after Christian is playing in the blogs and playing Blue's Clues with everybody, it's really giving, this is the most attention Christian Keys has ever got and he likes it. Um, it's not giving trauma. It's it's giving, you know, I, I like the tweet that the people are saying is Tyler Perry. I didn't like the tweet that it's saying is Tyler Perry. You got all these people out here. And I get it that it's not his job to protect anyone other than himself. But you've stirred up all this. People out here catching stray bullets as a result of your reluctance to say whatever. And at this point, much like Al, if you're not calling this person directly to get a settlement or calling the police, then why are you playing in the blogs and in the comments and right. da daily drop dropping posts? And then now you're mad with us because I, I, his, his latest post says some of these negative and ignorant comments are the exact reason that men, especially black men, don't talk about this kind of stuff. I pray that the people making these comments never have to experience anything like this. Y'all have said his name in the comments, which is crazy because that's how many people know what's going on. Try, I'm trying to find the strength to finish this race. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just giving, mm -hmm. playing. It's just giving playing in our faces. And, 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 and I, 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 I hate that this is coming out of my mouth because I don't want to re-traumatize somebody if they're truly traumatized, but I have to be honest about how I feel. And something about this is just not giving me victim. Right. It doesn't matter what you think, Q or Al or me. It doesn't matter what any of us think. Like, I just feel like there's just a whole lot of arrogance with people feeling like someone's entitled to tell us 
when when he just dropped this one week ago like people act like it's been months it has not it's been one week and i feel like listen i always try to put myself in the place of the victim and not the 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 peanut gallery and we're part of the peanut gallery unfortunately and like i i, I was hard it took me all these years 15 years to come forward and drop that and then if i don't give y'all everything y'all want the way you guys want it in one week i'm now losing my credibility i just think it's insensitive and i see a lot of people with the double talk i don't want to re-traumatize him but i don't want to doubt his claims but i would feel the same way too and i i i have seen your comment i saw him comment on the blog because when he liked that tweet that said one part of it that i think he agreed with and the other part that he didn't he liked it, and I agree with you. That does cause confusion, 1,000%. But is there an argument to be made that this is his first time ever being in this position, and he's not going to execute it perfectly? He doesn't have the media training or the, the brand strategist background as an owl. He doesn't have the, the, the training with you at Q to just go off the cuff. He's an actor. He's not even like, he hosted this show. He, he's not, you know what I mean? He's not like us. We just go off the cuff, and I just want people, I, I don't know, the end all be all truth. Okay. I was not in the room. I could only tell you what somebody told me, but when a person comes out, when we sit here and say, if someone attacks me, you can't tell me how to, how I can respond. Well, isn't it kind of the same thing? And I think we're going to get there and it sucks because we want to know, we want confirmation. But then once we get that confirmation, we're still going to nail him to the cross. We're still going to attack him. So I feel like he just, I also think his lawyer probably said, bruh, you said a lot. You probably wasn't even supposed to say that much. And let me, he's probably in talks with whatever lawyers wouldn't, I would be personally, he's probably in talks. And I guarantee you, one of those people have reached out to him and maybe they're in talks for a settlement. You know, well, if you're in talks for a settlement, thing. you got to get out the comments. Here's the funny thing. I don't think I he's in touch. I don't sure. think he's in touch. I don't think he's in touch with an attorney because the fact that he's still posting. In the comments. And, you, know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and Claudia, for me, I just want to be clear. For me, it's not about me wanting him to say a name. Independent of the name, something just doesn't feel right mm -hmm. for me. Do you, not, do you not believe him? Do you not believe the story or like just just because of the way he's going about it or the story, period? I think it's the way he's going about it, if you want me to be honest. I think it's the way that he's going about it. And then there's so many elements of it. Hold on, Al. We got to pick this up at the commercial. Oh, my bad. All right, let's take a break and we will come back. There's a lot of action in the comments as well, because it's still a hot story. And, you know, we've never had a straight man come out and do this. Well, Terry Crews and see what happened with him. Coming up next, find out who had the best rap song of 2023. And later we discuss how to date outside your type. Stay tuned. All right, before we went to break, we were continuing a conversation about Christian Keys and we're starting to get a little excited. You know, the fellas are on one side, I'm on the other. A little bit different takes on this. And Candace B said, we have to remember the way someone tells their truth isn't cookie cutter. People respond to trauma in different ways, but whatever reason, he's choosing to solely roll out the details. Um, so it's in the way, how do you think he could have done a better job with the rollout? If he, you know, how do y'all think? What are y'all's opinions, Al? Oh, okay, Q. Uh, um I personally think if my intention was to get justice or whatever, I would have gone to legal first, mm -hmm. internet second. That That's mm -hmm. just me. Mm -hmm. I would have gone legal first, internet second. Uh, thirdly, I would have been clear with what my intention was. You know, was my intention to get this person locked up? Was my intention to get a settlement? Is my intention just to 
to, 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 to throw a dog whistle out there is my intention to, you know, and, and, and it's funny because we can't really have the conversation right now because I don't want to be responsible for putting the name out there or, or whatever that's circulating. I don't want to be responsible for confirming, but there are just some other things that I, that have come to me from other people, you know, that, that know about the situation from in the past. It did indeed happen according to some people I spoke to, but it's just some ways that he's been moving since it happened Case in point, it happened, you broke away from it, then you came back to it to get your show green lit. Okay? Like, it's, it's <laughs> things like that that, ugh, you know what I'm saying? If this person is so horrible, then why did you come back after you broke away and was able to work? You know what I'm saying? You knew exactly where to come back to to get what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? So it's making stuff just look real convenient-like. Right, right. I can understand that, Al. What about you? I think the, the, exactly. I'm with Q. It, it's it almost feels like a shopping a a story or a show or trying to figure out how to, you know, mm, you know. It feels like he's 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 finessing. And for me, I think for me because it's such a sensitive topic and such a real topic for him, I personally would have I would have partnered with maybe a sexual assault for men organization and I would have asked them to stand in a space with me as I make this journey, this very very tough journey that people are going to come after me and and share the statistics and, and share the facts and and have the 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 backing right and and i think they also could have you know led him through this a little bit better like i said i am never going to sit here and say it didn't happen to him i think though how i feel it's nothing unusual about how i feel this unwinding and and and, and going and him playing in the comments and, and us it's making me question you even more and i shouldn't be doing that but I'm doing it and that's not good if your end result is to get justice and to stop the person from abusing others. I wanna be really, really clear about this. I know people are like, oh, that's your friend. We're not that close. Let me just be very clear. We're not. We're cool. I hired him for my play. I met him years ago. You know, he shared something with me a long time ago. It ain't like through the whole 15 years we were just in really close touch. We were not. We were not. I actually, my stance a lot of times comes on, becomes more of the bigger picture thing, more on behalf of victims, because I have been one, I've testified in a rape trial, I've been around people who've been raped, I've been around people who've been molested, so I guess I'm a little bit more sympathetic and a little bit more open-minded with, it don't always roll out good, and it's not always clean, and sometimes you're like, you know what? Uh, damn, you did do something to me, but you know what? Let me go ahead and get this little thing from you because I can, because I know you know I got something on you. I guess I understand that mentality, although it doesn't make it right. I guess I'm a little bit more like open-minded, like I can kind of see how it could, two things could still be true at the same time. You know what I mean? But you know what? We gonna find out and it'll make a great, well, I won't say who, well, what producer would movie, but it would make a great fill in the blank movie. Rolling Stone magazine released their pick for best rap song of 2023. And it goes to none other. Hold on, let me take a trip. Uh -huh. oh. Tonight was my last show. I'm finna go. I don't want to wanna do this, y'all. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. This is back-to-back -back trauma for me here. Y'all gonna stop talking about my friend. Song of the year goes to sexy rest. Hit song. 
Other songs on the list were Lotto and Cardi B's Put It On The Floor at number two. And number three went to Ice Spice with Deli. Shaking ass in the deli. What are your thoughts? Where's my razor blade? Wait, the wait. world, listen. <laughs> let, me, let me start out at, and first say this. Um, I am happy for anybody who comes from the hood, comes from the bottom, comes from whatever, and is now living this awesome, magical life. Like, I'm sure Sexy Red is, like, mentally in a space that she never thought she would be in in a billion years, okay? Period, hard stop. On the flip side of things, I'm also disappointed that you know, sexy red, booty hole brown, coochie pink, you know, and ski that society has just gravitated so hard to this and, and propelled this type of, you know, ratchetry and, and, and ignorance to roll. Like, what are, what are we truly saying to the youth that in how long sexy red been out? Six months, eight months? And in a year's time, she's Rolling Stone, number one for this. Like, what are the, what messages are we really sending, y'all? And I hate to make it about race. Nobody else's community gets degraded the way ours does, and it gets praised. Like that, that's the thing that bothers me. Where is the trailer trash hillbilly that's singing about the tobacco the tobacco chewing, snuff toting, rifle carrying hillbillies in the trailer park? Where are they? And they're Rolling Stone number one. Where is the Asian? That that that's gang banging in, in in the Bay Area. Where is where where are they on the front of Time Magazine and Rolling Stone with their music? It's just us, and I don't like that. And so D'Angelo said, "Laugh at my a off." I heard white people play "Sexy Red" all year, so I definitely believe this. And Aries eighty eight said, "There are there these are entertainers. They don't have to raise y'all kids. Stop it." Al, what do you think? Well, you know, I like Sexy Red and all her antics. I do. But honestly, guys, think about it. I threw Rolling Stone and what they thought out the window when they put Harry Styles on the cover and called him the king of pop. They lost all credibility as far as I'm concerned when they started doing crazy stuff like that. But I will, I have to congratulate Sexy Red. Sexy Red, uh, as far as female rappers, listen, she's trumped Nicki Minaj, she's trumped Cardi B, she's trumped Megan Thee Stallion, she's trumped Little Kim, all of them. Congratulations, young lady. Go, go bass in your, in your award and in your ranking or, or your, your vote or whatever. And the thing I want to know though is, what type of gift did your record label give you for this right here? Because I know you got some diamonds for this. Listen, I know it's going to come off as hating because we're older. This isn't our, we're not in their dem her demographic. As far as someone making it from, you know, making the most of what they got, hell yeah, sexy. You did that. And if I was 20, 30 years old, I'd probably be right along with it. I'd be one of your biggest fans. Do I bump your stuff sometimes? Low key, I have. Low key, I put a song up with 41 and Sexy the other day, these young cats, and there's a part, when are we? Real, right? And I find myself saying it, but 
the adult in me, the talk show house host, the seasoned individual, the adults, the proud black woman that's supposed to be on elevated. I'm like, the sexy, there's got to be another one that outdoes her, which I think I saw a girl. The period talk. girl that you say. Yeah, yeah, she made a song, Run a Red Light, and it had a video with a tampon string hanging out of her coochie. So where does it end? Are we going to start showing people on the toilet taking a dump? You know, and I just get worried about the slippery slope. Now, for sexy, hell yeah, I'm real happy for you. I'm real happy for you. You did your thing. And you're a working mother. And you, it looks like you got it honestly. It looks like you're being authentically you. It does not seem like sexy's trying to play a character. It seemed like that's just her. My girl, um, L'Oreal, on The Morning Hustle, she loves her. She says she's so real. And she really, like, she relates to her because of that. I get that. She's also 12 years younger than me. But I just wish we had some balance, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of... Maybe I'm just, this is my age. I, I was watching a Unity the other day. It was like Queen Latifah was on there, Moni Love. And I was like, the difference between who you calling that bitch? And she's like, it, yeah. we've come a long way, y'all. We've come yeah. a long way. <sighs> all right. Hey, it is what it is. You all are going to get there if you're lucky. Come me up next. <laughs> we're, discussing, <laughs> we're discussing dating outside your type. And later is Mark Zuckerberg. Preparing for something we don't know about? I think he is. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to the 6,100 people in the chat. Give us a thumbs up if you are enjoying the show. All right, y'all, listen, it's the holidays. I know people are coming around asking to borrow money and trying to get in your pockets, but uh, you don't have to go down like that. We got something for you. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should your payday? Money, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per payday or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip if you like. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your paycheck. I think this is an awesome thing. You know what? It stopped that uncomfortable conversation. If someone wanted to borrow some money, you could be like, hey, I ain't got it, but earning does. Now go ahead and make earning a part of your financial routine and join its over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple Store, Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in T under podcast when you sign up, and it'll really help this show. That's T-E-A under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Funky, I know they think you're a rich white woman, so they probably open your pockets for this holiday season. So what do you tell these um, people? You know, you know, your talking point was actually birthed out of a real life experience for me with somebody who was asking me for money and I'm going through this thing about setting boundaries. And I told them, you know, I don't have it right now, but you may want to check out this app that we promote on my job to get you some. But I want to speak to people who got caught up in what I got caught up in when I was in my early 20s and in college, which is the payday loan cycle. 
You know, if you're somebody who gets caught up in the payday loan cycle, I think earning is a perfect replacement to keep you from getting stuck on that revolving wheel of paying it in, getting it out, paying it in, getting it out. I would definitely use earn in in place of getting payday loans if I were you. I had a soulmate in my inbox and I directed them quickly, directed them over to earning. Al, what do you, <laughs> Al, what do you think about that? I know that's right. I think, I think it's brilliant. I mean, I think the fact that it's also a good way to manage your finances because you, when you take the advance, right when you get paid, you pay it right back. So you don't have to worry about any type of interest because the interest usually in those type of situations are extremely high and you find yourself digging yourself in a bigger and bigger hole. So here you get the safety net of if something comes up and you need money right away, but you can't wait till you pay day you can get your money and then when you get paid you can pay it back without worrying about camp compound interest all right promotional considerations furnished by earning let's get back to some more topics all right i'll take a look at this post by spiritual world your type is probably why you're still single or keep running into terrible people <sighs> let's hit home have you ever felt the need to leave mm -hmm. your usual type alone cute I don't have a type. Um, I don't have a type. Um, you, you know, of course, nobody wants somebody who's sloppy presenting or, you know, just dusty or busty. But I don't have a type. I'm more of an aura person. Um, and that's why my romantic connections are oftentimes few, far and in between. For me, it's just like it's it's kismic. But I can honestly say I don't have a type. But I can speak to a lot of my friends who do have types. And I have found that my single friends who have types, oftentimes their type is out of their league. And that is why they're single. And I think that there are a lot of people mm. who have a type that's out of their league. And people don't like to have this conversation. But the reality of the situation is we all have a league. We all have a league. And I, I, I like to think that high school is a microcosm of the dating league. If the cheerleader... And the, the varsity quarterback is not dating the flute player, all right? The flute player needs to date the kid in the chess club. And you need to take an introspective look at yourself and determine realistically what league you're in and you need to play in your respective league. It sounds harsh, but it's life. <laughs> Q is holding back nothing tonight, huh? <laughs> It's the truth. It's so all my friends, I got some friends. I got some friend girls and guys that are busted, out of shape, bad body, but then they want the Shamar Moors. And I had to say to one of my friend girls, I'm not going to say her name. I said, it ain't even about the physicality. When you look at somebody who has a body like that, that means they're disciplined. They eat well. They work out. Those are things that he don't have in common with you. Why would he want you? And then you're passing up all the other people who are educated and who are in your bracket and complaining about you being single. But what you want is unrealistic for what you give. That is one of the hardest things to tell your friend. I had to tell a friend of mine recently, your type. And, and I had to say, because I've been friends with this girl for so long. She's never been in a relationship, like never really had a boyfriend the whole time. And every time she meets, she meets quality men that have great careers. She'd be finding like one little thing about, oh, he corny. Or I don't like, she was like, I, I, I don't like his, his nail beds. Or it'd be stupid stuff where I'm like, girl, you're not 25 anymore. 
Like you have to stop valuing other parts of the person than just like being a perfect physical specimen. And she's a pretty girl, but it's like your type, what she's looking for is a straight up unicorn. Now I'm a little guilty of that too myself. At least I don't have somebody in the last 13 years. I'm just saying, Al, what do you think about this? Have you ever had to tell someone about this, about their type? Uh, Y'all got me thinking I need to go look in the mirror and have a talk with myself about my type and whether I'm in the wrong league. Let me rethink about this. I think the big issue, though, and I know I can say it, it's with me, is I've been programmed. I've been conditioned that if I'm going to look like the man on the yard, I have to have a certain type on my arm in order to get the accolades or to get the props. And I think that's where we have to start because I think a lot of people have been programmed from magazines to movies, now social media. My goodness, thank goodness social media wasn't around when I was growing up. It really programs you into thinking that you have to have a type. And luckily for me, wisdom, age, and, and, and just being more mature, being forced to be more mature, um, I've dated outside of my types. And what I found in dating outside of my types is that it gave me an opportunity to learn what I really need, right? It also taught me what I really don't need as well as what I like and what I can live with. So I feel like dating outside of my type has been a lesson for me that I, I wish I had learned it in my 20s and 30s because definitely in my 20s and 30s, I was chasing an image and not necessarily a type. It was a, a type to put in that image and that wasn't healthy. And I could have probably been a lot more happier, a lot quicker. Um, someone in the chat said, Claudia just read all of us single people in the chat <laughs> saying that about the type. I'm just saying it's true. It is so true. And it may hurt your feelings. I had to check myself when I left LA. I realized how superficial I was being because you have a availability of physically perfect looking specimens that are trash here and trash here and trash here. And you start oh, getting spoiled. It's hmm? one down here. Latoya A. Water said, Q, you're right and you're wrong. The fruit, the flute player can have something in common with the football player. Yeah, see, it's people like you who holding out hope for the football player when you play the flute. <laughs> keep thinking that. It, keep, keep being that one percent. And of course. I, of course, I don't take it literal. I'm just saying it's a it's a microcosm. Chances are the head football player is going to date the head cheerleader. That's just how it goes. And that is representative uh -huh. of life. That's how it goes. The flute but player I, is going to date the chess club kid. The Bible club kid is going to date the, 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 the reading club kid. That's how it goes. What were we going to say, Al? I'm going to get therapy because of you in this comment. Because, <laughs> look, I, I got to be honest. I was I was a very nerdy kind of guy in, in uh, you know, head of student government, nerdy, did drama, run, ran on the track team, basketball. But I wasn't the cool kid by any stretch of the imagination. But look at me now. I've turned into a very handsome swan. And, and, and the cheerleaders that didn't want me then, they're fat now and they want me now. So, hey, it can happen, Q. Thank you. You don't like fat girls? <laughs> we'll go on to the commercial part. Keep it locked because coming up next is Mark Zuckerberg preparing for something we don't know about what. And later, an Atlanta attorney is found guilty of fraud. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. 
<laughs> Claudia, before we go on, and, and no. please don't kill me because this is so not in the script, y'all. But bitch, what's going on with T.D. Jakes, honey? We just got to get into it. We ain't even got all the details. I was laying in my bed and they minding my business like I always do. And when I woke up, it was just my timeline was flooded with Puffy and T.D. Jakes. Stuff. What is the tea? I don't know, but when I woke up, T.D. Jakes, Diddy, and Power Bottom were all trending at the same time. I said, what, Lord, what is going on? And then and I, I, I see this video and T.D. Jakes walking around with that dress on, talking about swallowing, swallowing, swallowing. <laughs> You're swallowing people. You're swallowing people. You're swallowing problems. You're swallowing, 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 swallowing. swallowing. I'm like, what is going on here? What is, what is going on? So allegedly in one of the in one of the commentary, one of the videos with the commentary said that there's actually footage. Allegedly, allegedly there is footage of him at the parties being intimate with dudes. For and something about are... Kim Porter gave Cassie a, a burner phone or something, and Cassie phone. put it into the FBI. Mm -hmm. This is all allegedly, y'all. Like, what I, allegedly, what I found allegedly. out online that none of this information has come from an official source yet. So it's important that we put that out there. Um, so what we can do is clarify and define the things that we do know. So before we go on to the next story, the main question I thought on social media was on Twitter, hey guys, the story's all over Facebook. Now my 75-year-old mother has asked me what a power bottom is. Can somebody please define I say I'm a power bottom because I throw it back. Is that is it a, the bottom that aggressively throws it back? Is that what a power yes, bottom is? Yes, a power bottom is somebody who can really take it, who likes it, who can like, you know, hit it harder, harder, faster, mutt me out, spank it, daddy, give it to me. Oh, <laughs> oh I gotta look carried away. You know what? You better go to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> Got me feeling all warm over here. Okay. Okay, well, now you know what a power bottom is. But you know what? <laughs> Surely T.D. Jakes, our beloved T.D. Jakes, is not a power bottom. I think that these are vicious rumors and lies, and I'm sure his name will be cleared. You two are going straight to hell, I promise you. No, because T.D. Jakes is going to pray for us. We're going to go to his church, and we're going to get saved. Mark Zuckerberg is building a hundred million dollar compound in Hawaii with a huge underground bunker. The billionaire's secret project is reported to have its own food and energy source, making it perfect the perfect location for any doomsday scenario. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg is preparing for something we need to know about? Al, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, he is. You know, people that, that are in that rare air that are that wealthy, they get access to information and statistics and trends and all that type of stuff that we don't have access to. And I don't think either it's a tax shelter or he he knows something. Um, cons conspiracy theorists say he does and that's why he created this this bunker, which is a five thousand square foot 
um, safe haven under this $100 million home. It has 30 bedrooms. It's got 30 bathrooms. It has multiple elevators. It's got multiple conference rooms. It has a treehouse with ropes going from one to the other. It has swimming pool, fitness center. It almost sounds like he's creating a compound for some type of secret service or you know some type of intelligence to come if there really is a huge problem, even maybe a safe haven for the president. Now, the thing that I thought was most interesting is that everybody that works on this project has to sign an NDA and our camera, they are under camera review all day. Several of the workers have been fired for trying to take pictures and share pictures of the bunker and share pictures of the home. This lets me know that there, there's something secret going on and it's something that he don't want us to know about. To quote my co-host, Funky Dineva, is it me, but is it not suspicious that Hawaii has this huge fire, gets everybody the hell out of there. All this land is now available. Oprah and the other boy talk about, can you donate to Hawaii? Then Mark Zuckerberg, oh, come on now. Mark Zuckerberg just happens to be building a complex in Hawaii. I bet you the land is really- No, 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 Claudia. He's been building this for 10 years. Well, he I'm still this, sa- he's still, <laughs> you and your wives do. Let me have my conspiracy theory. <laughs> There's still something with the fires in Hawaii. <laughs> what do you think? Um, you know what? I, I don't think I don't think there's anything sinister going on. I just think he's a rich boy with a whole lot of money and a in a in a very vivid imagination. I I um something gives me if we're preparing for the end of the world that the island of Hawaii just might not be the safest place to be. I, I it would seem to me like the plains, like I don't well, I mean, well, you're surrounded by well, I was gonna say some flat land in the middle of America seems to me like that would be the most ideal place to be. Um I don't uh I, I don't know. It's just giving me strange, weird rich boy. Do you think maybe because, you know, they talk about the paranormal with the ultra wealthy and they talk about paranoia as well. Do you think maybe he's a little bit paranoid and in his being paranoid, he's preparing? Yeah, they, they, them words could be paranoid, but you know, I don't know, a, a 30, 30 bedrooms underground and all that. I feel like he, they'd be knowing the stuff before us. Didn't Bill Gates tell us about COVID-19 about back in 17, mm-hmm. 18? Listen, the clues be coming in movies, y'all. These movies you be thinking, oh, that's some of the imagination is amazing. Robots, COVID, Outbreak, all those movies came out way before the tragedy came out. They let us know. Remember all the alien movies that came out in the last two years? That's all we see on television. They getting us, I mean, uh, in the news, actually. I'm just saying, we get our, we, they, they letting us know. Coming up next, an Atlanta attorney is found guilty of fraud. Shocking. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Shout out to all the soulmates putting turtles in our chat. <laughs> they be on that commercial. All right, y'all. Atlanta attorney Shalita Robertson. She has- did it. <laughs> she did it. You. <laughs> you name alone. like a white man over there. She did it. The name alone. Shalita did it. Whatever they said, Shalita. Didn't fall when she was named. She did it. <laughs> See, this is why we can't get ahead as people. Shalita Robertson has been found guilty 
In a $7 million loan fraud case, Robertson allegedly used the funds to purchase. Uh, damn it. She purchased a Rolls Royce, a motorcycle, and a 10-carat diamond ring for $148,000. Yeah. Can you believe this? Cute. You know, it I don't know what type of money Miss Shalita was making prior to the to the loan. You know, I, there are lawyers that don't make any money. There are lawyers that make media good decent money. There are lawyers that make great money. It always shocks me though when people who presumably live a comfortable life fall in the trap of conspicuous consumption. You know what I'm saying? And, and having to get a rose and a ring. I would never go take $148,000 and put it in one little ring that's going on my finger. I just think that's stupid. I don't care how much money you got. Um, but this is messed up, Miss Shalita. And I just want to know, was it worth it? Like, was it worth for you to stunt, for you to stunt in front of people who are now free? Was it worth it? when you probably already were living better than most Americans. Was it worth it, Ms. Shalita? Al, what do you think? I think it's, I, I just think if we're gonna be criminals, if we're gonna be fraudulent, can we please be smart criminals and smart fraud people? Like if, like what, what is our obsession as black people in buying cars when we get money? And buying jewelry when we get money. Like, if I got $7 million, why didn't she buy land or home and real estate? Why didn't she buy a biz, a larger business stake in her, uh, in her law firm so that more of the fees would come to her? Why not create an irrevocable trust? Or why not increase your life insurance policy? Like, why would you go out and spend money on stuff that clearly is going to blow the whistle on your lifestyle and people are going to question, wait a minute, where did she get the money to get that? You've been a lawyer in this law firm for X number of years. This is what we all drive. We know what you make. We know what I like. Where did you get the money from? Like, it just doesn't make sense. All I'm saying is I'm not condoning doing any type of fraudulent activity. But if we are going to do it, can we please in 2024, try to be a little bit smarter? Sadly, this is a typical case of people that aren't used to much, you know? And uh, actually in our community, a lot of times we wear all of our wealth. We want everyone to know that we have it, right? Look at my diamonds, look at my pink Rolls Royce. She didn't even get anything that was like under the radar. She got, she wanted the attention. And a lot of times we wear all of our wealth on us and then there's nothing in the bank. I agree. If you're going to commit this, the big one, do your big one. Set yourself up for life where it actually makes sense. Right. But uh, a diamond ring, I, I got plenty of diamonds. It does. It has not changed my life in any way. It has not made my life better. I feel cute in some Instagram pictures. That's the extent of it. If you would have set yourself up or hidden it or did it like the white folks do, but you know what? We're like that though. We get a little, we we get a hundred thousand, we're gonna spend nine, nine thousand of it, right? Trying to impress a broke person that's right next to us that don't have any of that, don't have 10% of that. Um, Christine said he's talking about Claudia spending. No, he's not. Well, he I don't know. But Ooh. yeah, I, I no, they they being they being silly. When um, you said buy the car and the diamonds. Yes, I have I the cars and the diamonds and all that kind of stuff, but I also have a home. I also have money in savings, I also have money in crypto, I also have money in stocks. You have to set yourself up. I didn't get this stuff until I was well on my way with other things. And that's the difference. Don't try it.
All right. Mm-hmm. Yo, um, y'all doing anything tonight? Q, you going down to the bar, right? No, uh, I'm not going to the bar. I'm um, uh, what am I doing tonight? I'm chilling. I gotta answer some emails. Um, I went to the bar last night. I went to the pool hall last night, and so I paid for it today. I was kind of sluggish today. Um, I don't know, like the, the liquor ain't been calling my name like it used to. It's you, Al. You going out tonight? Nah, I'm saving up for tomorrow night. I got a number of Christmas parties that I have to hit, and so I think I'm a hydrate tonight. Okay. The girls are coming over again to eat my food, and uh, we got the clams, linguine clams. I'm going to put on my Instagram. Listen, I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Danny. We had a fun show tonight. Thanks for watching us on Tubi. Uh, YouTube, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. Stay tuned for McMillan tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Bye, soulmates. Good night, soulmates. Bye.